Welcome back to another episode of the Rice and Mike's podcast. I'm your host, Tung Nguyen. Today I'm joined by one of your recurring guests. It's Nathan Fu. Nathan. Hello, hello. How are you going? <laughs> yeah, good. Good to be back yeah. after a long hiatus. We do not have Matt here today. There's been a bit of drama. Uh, he's not with us anymore. Not really. <laughs> well, he just didn't get the DNA test. So he, this is the whole point of this episode. Over Black Friday. Mm. Yes, yeah, so we did this a while ago. We bought a bundle pack of DNA tests and we're not sponsored by them. Unfortunately. We will link what we did grab because it it was very expensive. It was like 900 for this kit. Yeah. If you didn't buy it on sale, I think each one is 900. And we bought the three pack for about 300. 300 each. Yeah, 300 each. Yeah. It was like 900 for three instead rather than 900 for one. Which it surely can't cost that much. When you think about That's it. That's all we did. We just spat in a tube, <laughs> rubbed it along our mouth, and then we just sent it through. I don't know yeah. what they did. Uh, unless they're all like the lab tests are expensive, I didn't see it. They get paid a lot, cost. probably. Probably. Maybe it's all labor. Yeah. So we got the premium DNA kit from Circle DNA. Remember, not sponsored here. Why did we pick this test over everything else? I think because it came up on an ad, and that was literally the reason why. But apart from that, I think when we were looking at buying it, I had a, I looked at some comparisons between this one and all the other ones you can buy. So there's like Circle DNA, 23andMe, the Ancestry yeah, Test. Yeah, the common ones. There's a few other ones. But anyway, the, the differing factor between Circle, 23andMe and everything else is that Circle DNA gives you health and sports results and Ancestry results. Uh, whereas everything is more focused on the ancestry component. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit half and half. I mean, we saw a review as well. Yeah. I looked up a review and then I looked at the charts that came out of it and they looked very presentable, it was very uh, yeah. colourful, looked simple to read. Again, not sponsored, it just looked really nice and appealing when we were looking at reviews. Uh, it's easy and digestible and I think that yeah, it's like, at least the information that they give you is you, you can kind of understand even if you don't have a background in genealogy. Mm. Everything else will give you stuff like migration patterns and I think um, things to do with your like maternal and paternal lines specifically. So it can tell you where in the world your family actually migrated from, dating back all the way to like the Stone Age or something. I don't know if it goes that far. There, 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 there's one on 23andMe, they can track, I think, your mother's side all the way back that far. What the hell? Because there's a specific, there's something specific that gets passed down the maternal line. Yeah. But- I can't remember. And I'm not a genealogist, so I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be able to All tell right, Well, I don't know how different it is to that one. Uh, but we'll, we'll go through some of the reports that did come through. Um, again, I'll leave a link to the review that we did see. So if you are curious on uh, what it gives, I would personally recommend to wait for a sale if you really do want to try this yourself. Well, what made you want to do a DNA test? Because I remember I brought it up once and you were like, oh yeah, I, I want to do one too. I was actually keen because I, I wasn't sure which side of... Um, my parents or like where, where their parents' parents might have come from. Because mm. the whole time my parents, I, I had this image of just generations of them just being in Vietnam. But when I asked my mom, she turns out she said that I think her grandparents might have immigrated from China or something yeah. at some point. But I do know I was more on my mum's side in terms of genes because my dad's sides they, they can all grow beards. Uh, so my brother's can grow beards. I cannot. I can only grow a couple chin hairs. Yeah. So I was like, Same I'm definitely here. on my, my mom's side here. My brother can bar- uh, grow a beard and I can't. <laughs> Blasphemy, isn't I it? Know, I can't look old. Get ripped, not a bargain. <laughs> but you'd have to spend more on shaving. So um, yeah. I guess there was a bright side to that, to me financially for that one. So yeah, it was just a bit of curiosity to see what else I'm made up of. Yeah. I mean, you would just know, all right, Vietnamese, Chinese, but what else? That's true. But that's what I think that's what every Vietnamese, Chinese person uh, thinks and then when they get it back they get something that's you're it. surprised yeah I swear, we were surprised in a different way <laughs> but i suppose most people are like surprised because it's like that pikachu surprise you know yeah yeah, yeah and you're like oh yeah <laughs> well we're gonna find out whether nathan is part japanese all right so stay tuned for that <laughs> let's start from the beginning so the, the premium dna test gives you uh lifestyle reports that's diet, sports, well-being, traits, skin, stress, sleep, and ancestry. 
It's got a health report, which gives disease risk, cancer risk, family planning, drug response, and a few other random features. So there's genetic counseling, a 30 minute consultation. I've never used it. No, but I, I was I thinking I should. Just to get your money's worth. Oh, I paid for it. <laughs> what do they even do? It's like, I don't oh, know. are you surprised? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel all right? Apparently, according to the app, the recommended your appointment, where you, where you can book the appointment, it says, speak to our genetic experts to get tailored recommendations based on your report. Click here to book a complimentary 30-minute session. Recommendations on what? I don't know. Maybe how to pick a partner to <laughs> maximize the traits that you pass on or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's look at diets. So we're not going to go through all of them just because it is going to take us a while and you're probably not going to be too interested. This one's, uh, this will be more related. Alcohol sensitivity. Mine was normal. Is yours normal? Once you're loading, oh, hold on. My alcohol, <laughs> yeah, my, my alcohol sensitivity is normal. Okay. I think where it's really interesting is the um, typical Asian flush reaction. Oh, it says alcohol flush reaction. Yeah. Mine is less likely. Mine is less likely too. And that's true for me. That's true for me as well. I, yeah. I don't get um, Asian flush. Did um, Michelle get, does she get Asian flush? Yeah, she does. I don't know if she got it on her report though. Yeah. And she probably did. But yeah, um, from research, getting Asian flush is because there's a lack of ALDH2 enzymes, which are responsible for breaking down ethanol in the liver. Mm. And I think I've brought this up before in our alcohol episode that one of my mates that does get it, he takes heartburn medicine to yeah. counteract it. I think they, uh, what is it? It's that's for V. Viagra. Nah, <laughs> that's for something totally different. <laughs> it's a different heart. Vaseline. Um, nah, what is it? No, it's not Gaviscon. I can't remember who it is, but everyone takes it. To, to stop the Asian Yeah, to, 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 you take it before you drink and it stops the flush coming on. Uh, I suppose, I, I, I never thought it was necessary, but I suppose some people do go bright red. I remember seeing someone creating a uh, product on, I think it was Asian, uh, subtle Asian traits. Someone was making a patch. You just stick on your arm or something and it gets rid of it. Yeah. I don't I know if it works, it but. It must have not if it hasn't gone into mass production because there's a demand for it. I haven't heard of it. I mean, I, like, I remember when we like go and drink, a lot of my friends would take it before we drink and it would be like a thing they have to remember to do. Otherwise, they just blow red. Yeah, yeah. Back to Look like they're drunk. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember for the life of me which one it was. It's either B or G. But anyway. We're not. Medical experts, so don't take this advice if you're actually going to drink. And I, th- I think flush. actually the, the funny thing is now that you say we're not medical experts, I'm pretty sure that they link that medication to some form of stomach cancer later on. And so if you take it too much, yeah, you, you get stomach cancer. Jesus oh, Christ. it increases your risk of stomach cancer. So there's, you know, a trade-off for everything. Yeah. All right. So don't mix it with alcohol, I guess, is the, the, the message there. What else stood out? I think we might have to skip through some of the normal sensitivity but ones. Did you, did you get... I, I thought this was interesting because... I would have thought the Asian typical Asian diet wouldn't have um, resulted in this, but are you intolerant to carbs? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Are you sensitive to carbs? Mine says normal sensitivity. Oh, I've got a higher sensitivity to carbs. To carbs, yeah. So you gain weight easier. So no, I think um, the eating carbohydrates makes my blood sugar spike more than usual. What so, is, how does that affect you? I think when blood sugar increases, your body releases insulin, which mm. lets you utilize it. And if you don't utilize it, it stores as fat. So if I eat a carb, I'll get more energy than usual. But if I don't use that energy, it converts to fat. Yeah, yes. And I think that flows on to something else, which is later in the report, which is how easily do you regain weight? Regain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed because I, I think when I, when I do eat carbs, I do blow up a bit more. Mm, okay. um, not that I bloat or anything, but... I you feel energized. Weight. No, I'm always energized, probably because of the amount of caffeine that I take. Oh, but, yes. Um, I think just generally I can see the bloat. Throughout the day. All right. Well, so we'll just provide a bit more context for the initial part of the episode. Matt did buy the test with us in the three pack, but he um, he took the monetary hit and gave it to his fiance. So um, that was man. very nice of him. So while, while we have found ourselves, he has not. He's <laughs> yes, still looking. He doesn't know what he is or what, what the hell he's made out of. He's trying to figure it out. He's, he's part like Indonesian, Chinese, something. That's what he thinks, isn't it? That's what, yeah, true. Well, well, we won't know. He, he suspected he was part Korean. <laughs> Korean? He does not put me as Korean. No. No. Far from it. Uh, salt sensitivity. Mine says high. Yeah, I've got that too. I mean, I don't know what, what how that can affect us. I mean. Although the, the report, like the report does tell you, does try to explain it to you, but I just haven't sat down and read it. 
So there he goes. Individuals with higher sensitivity have increased risk of high blood pressure. Oh wait, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, family and high blood pressure. Okay, this is probably not going to be a surprise to anyone, but lactose intolerance. Um, I've got likely intolerant. I do too, but I'm not. I mean, it's kind of like a laxative, but I don't like get the runs or anything. It's just like it just helps speed along the process if I need to go. Uh, no, nah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't get anything from it at all. Maybe I'll get gassy if I eat something like really dairy. No, not never even if I eat ice cream. If I take a pro- if I have whey protein now, I'll get yeah. gassy. Mm. No, I don't get gassy at all. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they just kind of linked it to our um, ancestry and they're like, yeah, they probably fall under that. It's it's actually, um, I think you can link lactose intolerance to, I think, populations that stop consuming dairy products earlier in life. So the Europeans, since they have a lot of cheese, butter, food products that come from cows, a lot yeah. less of them are lactose intolerant than Asians are. Is that the origin story? I've, I've watched it in a video once, but there, I think it is because there's a certain enzyme in your stomach that breaks down yeah, uh, yeah. lactose. Yeah. And you generally don't drink, well, but way back when you wouldn't drink lactose following finished being breastfed because before yeah. milk was pasteurized, humans wouldn't drink it. Or not, not often anyway, or not as much. So then your body stops producing the enzyme and you can't break down the lactose. Right. This is too advanced for me. <laughs> well, I so it's is, all those random YouTube videos you watch like 12 where, where are you watching these literally just on YouTube like they, they recommend things oh Sorry. you know you have like just all the science based ones there, there used to be a channel called like um, Big Story Half as Interesting oh Half as Interesting Half as Interesting is yeah. good Stuff You Should things. Know is also good yeah, yeah good podcast if you want to listen to that just random tidbits yeah um, Spice Sensitivity mine's higher is yours higher yeah interesting oh yeah mine's higher too even though I love spice, I yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say I'm weak. I mean, we literally just ate uh, doddy doodles, doody noodles, noodles. Yeah, very good. I mean, like you were dying less than I was, but I, I wouldn't say I have a very high sensitivity yeah, to spice at all. Yeah, so I, I think you shouldn't take every part of this report seriously. It's probably <laughs> it that, that, that's another thing you can train out of yourself. You know, spice sensitivity is just like any sort any sort of pain tolerance. You can build, yeah, you can build it up. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose that's like something. Um, that you have to take with a grain of salt whenever you get the DNA tests. It's mm. like it might say something, but you have so many external factors that influence things that are in your genetics. That's true. I love spice. Uh, spice food good. Yeah. Weight regain. <laughs> I'm at an elevated risk. Elevated. Mine's average. Yeah. It's pretty hard for me to gain weight, mostly because I do have a uh, degenerate part of myself that can't be bothered eating sometimes. And I'd rather just play games. So <laughs> that was um, a good time in my life when I was a lot younger. But obviously, I don't do that anymore. But there are times that I do get tempted where I'm just like, I can't be bothered cooking something. I'm just uh, not yeah. going to eat. Yeah, that's a modern day problem. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've got an elevated risk and I, I've linked that to the, the carbohydrates. The carbs, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe they picked up that you were larger then back in high school. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. But it tells you... When you in your test, if you open it up, it tells you what genes they test to determine what they're telling you in your report. There could be a link. I have to have a look at it. But yeah. No, oh, fuck it. Uh, nutrition in this report is not that interesting. I'll probably have to skip through that. It just yeah. tells you what sort of vitamins and stuff that you need more of. Yeah. No, I mean, for, for us, it's not too interesting. But for, I suppose for people that are like athletically inclined, it might be. For them, but they don't yeah. want to hear about ours. <laughs> so yeah. we'll skip through that one. Uh, next one. Well-being. Uh, mine were all average for these ones. So we have appetite control, bone mineral density, inflammatory response, life longevity, metabolic response, tendency for mosquito bites, stress factor risk. Mine are all- I didn't know all tendency all. for a mosquito bite was a genetic factor. It's something to do with like your blood or something. The smell? <laughs> I've got a, I've got normal risk for that. I mean, I've heard it was dependent on your blood type. Oh, so I think mosquitoes have a certain palate for certain blood types. <laughs> Something's more tastier. Uh, at least they know. So you, you guys for. could be having like the truffle of blood that they love, and they're just hunting you down. Whereas someone else is on like the Anko brand of blood. <laughs> Anko brand. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's you with the uh, Anko blood type. You must be really lucky. Oh, wait, here it is. They actually have a chart on the bottom. So O types tend to attract more. Oh, that's me. But I don't have that um, 
I, I have normal sensitivity. To yeah, mine's skaters. normal. I don't know. Might be the blood alcohol content too. Uh, B is also quite high, but not as high. A is lower. A, B is the least. Um, I'll probably put this image in the um, episode description as well if you guys are interested. Other than that, everything was pretty normal. Yeah, same yeah. with me. There's yeah. nothing out of the ordinary there. Stress and sleep. I, I was pretty interested in this one because they always say that there's two different types of people. Mm. There's um, you know morning larks and night owls, and you can do other tests to get them too. But you know it's just you never really you don't want to pay anyone to tell you what time you have to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily it came, and like like I thought, I am a night owl, even though I get up at five in the morning all the time. Yeah, I've got night owl for sleep time. That just means that you you do more in you, the night. You perform better at night. Yeah, which is ironic. But I just suppose, like, the, the only problem is you can't cater your life to that, you know? No. Unless you're doing shift work. Is that just more of a mentality thing where you're just doing things at night because it's the last minute and there's, like, a, a time frame? It could be. Or some people just need some time to ramp up. Remember when we were in uni, it was, just like, every night we'd be, like, scrambling on the last, yeah. the, the night before to try to finish this assignment. Well, I suppose you work better at night because you sleep so late the day before. Yeah. It's just the cycle that keeps continuing. Well, my sleep duration, they, they even give you the... Recommended sleep you need. Yeah. Mine's the standard. It says seven to nine hours is what I need. Oh, I've got short, less than less seven than hours. seven. Which is pretty much what I run on, on a daily Seriously, basis. Seriously, seven. Yeah. So at the moment, well, look, for today, I can tell you my tracker says I slept for six hours last night. So, and I-, I You I, feel I, fine. I feel fine. Have so, you always been sleeping only a couple hours? I think like even when I went to school, I'd probably sleep at like 12, wake up at eight. That's like, it, it, it's eight hours of total time in bed, but then mm. you have to account for the times where you wake up at night and you don't remember it as well, which is generally about 30 minutes to an hour. Well, you're up at night. night. You wake up half an hour in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's not like you wake up and get up and walk around or wake up and like lie there. It's like you, you kind of, your, your body, like your heart rate spikes, your body's like kind of awake and it's not in any sleep cycle. Oh. So with normal sleep cycles, you have your light, you, you get into your light sleep then it hits your deep sleep, then you get REM sleep, and then you come out for a bit and then just yeah. repeats. And then some people can get woken up by like things like sleep apnea. Oh, it's like when you're, you're breathing weird or something? You st- yeah, you, you basically you stop breathing for like moments when you're in bed and then it causes your body to wake up, but sometimes you don't remember it. What the fuck? Yeah, so you can get tests for that as well. I know it's more of an increased risk if, if you're overweight. Yeah, yeah. Because there's more weight on your, your throat or something. Yeah. Your neck. It's right. Yeah. But this uh, the, the the test gives you sleep apnea risk as well. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll um yeah, we'll, we'll put all that in the description if you guys are curious on what you can get. Um but yeah, sleep duration is probably the best superpower if you could get that as short as possible. <laughs> I wouldn't say superpower. I still wake up tired. But just no, but just imagine if you didn't have to sleep. That's a th- a third of your day. Yeah. Some people don't need to, but I don't know, an extra 1 hour Depends how you use the hour. Because <laughs> you're scrolling on <laughs> yeah. like Reddit or something. <laughs> According to this, my stress tolerance is... All right, there's three levels. There's warrior, neutralist, and warrior. So warrior means you're worrying about things. You're oh, warrior. Nervous, oh. And then there's like the warrior with the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I didn't realize Apparently that. Apparently, I'm a warrior. The one with the sword. With a higher stress tolerance. I don't agree with this. I get pretty stressed at some points. Something's going like out of hand. Well, it depends how badly that thing, how, sorry, how bad that thing is, doesn't it? Let's just say, like, like, for example, a work thing. Just hypothetically. It's all relative, I suppose. I mean, like, I probably would agree because I've got the same thing as you that I am stress tolerant. Yeah. But I, I, th- I think stress tolerant is something, stress tolerance isn't like an objective standard, it's subjective. Because you would be subjected to different levels of stress that I'm subjected to on a daily basis. Mm. But what you end up stressing over for you could be higher on your relative scale than it is on mine. I suppose so. I mean, your kind of work, for context, Nathan's a lawyer. If you mess up at work, someone could get like yeah. locked up. Well, yeah, someone could like lose their kids, yeah. <laughs> lose their building license, <laughs> lose a lot of money. Yeah, so there's, yeah. There's, there's more on the line. 
Yeah, but that, that's what I mean. Because I suppose like you wouldn't get exposed to that level of stress in your job. Mm. So even though like what you end up stressing over might not be as objectively serious as what I deal with, like on your relative scale, whatever you stress over might be on a higher like relative plane to mine. If you know what I mean? Like yeah. say your, your max level of we stress. We have different levels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you had warrior as well. Yeah. And she said it didn't it. So your girlfriend also had yeah. warrior? <laughs> Which is probably a good thing considering she's dating me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you give her stress. <laughs> uh, I imagine I do. <laughs> uh, the next option here is pollution, which is interesting. So it's your sensitivity to certain pollution. Uh, there's dust, pesticide, automobile pollution. Yeah. Higher sensitivity. This actually picks out. I, I, I'm allergic to dust. Oh, oh, well, you have you get hay fever? No, not hay fever. Just like household dust. How, how do you react to it? Runny nose? Yeah, sneezing. Yeah. And sometimes you get like itchiness. Yeah. Isn't that just hay fever? No, hay fever is pollen. Mm, yeah. I just blanket term it under the worm. Yeah, almost. Automobile pollution, did you get... No, nah, I got normal for that. I got pe- pesticide sensitivity is higher for me. Automobile, I got normal. Did you get higher for automobile? Automobile and environmental. Oh, good thing you don't petrol sniff. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember reading some, or it was a video of something on YouTube where I think we breathed in a lot of um, like micro rubber or something from tires. Could be. Were you do, ripping the burnouts? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> man. It, yeah, I, I saw that a while ago, but not really too interesting facts in here. Uh, environmental pollution is more about the thing is, I think you gen- most people generally try to stay away from forms of pollution anyway. So. Dust exposure, environmental, secondhand smoke sensitivity, normal. Ugh, but I hate it anyway. <laughs> right, let's look at skin. Mine was all pretty standard. There's way too many to go through it all. I thought skin bruising tendency was a funny one. Because some people say they bruise like a peach. Oh, that yeah, that's a really interesting one. I've got an average tendency there, but mine's average. It, uh, it'd be interesting to know whether or not it does. You know, you can pick out people that don't. I mean, I, I have met people that bruise really easily. Mm. It's just like you give them like a, a flick or something on their arm, and then there's a little bruise there already from nothing. <laughs> How does that even work? They're like a little bubble or something. We need a doctor to advise. Yeah. Acne risk is high for me. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I had um, acne when I was young too, but I've got yeah. an average risk. Average. Yeah. Oh, mine's still around probably because I'm eating like Maccas all day. Could be. <laughs> Diet does no affect. Good. Yeah. We'll move on from from skin, sport and fitness. This right. is the part that interested me the most because mm. I wanted to know whether or not like I had an innate ability for any sports and just for context, when I was young, I was very bad at all of them. So I was like, maybe if I had known this earlier, I could have catered my life to go into the optimal sports, but- it's too late, but it's always interesting to know. I think the way that they set this out is pretty good. They give you an optimal sports type and an optimal training type based on power, endurance, and strength. And they give you recommended sports to try. Yeah. It kind of makes you feel like a, a Dungeons and Dragons character, you know? <laughs> it's like, how, how did you allot your so, skill points so in life? <laughs> where, where did all of yours go? <laughs> all right, give us your optimal sports type. What were the three traits you got? I got medium power, medium endurance, and high strength. And then the um, following on from that, they recommend doing CrossFit, badminton, or gymnastics. Why are your stats so high? <laughs> Just the genes. What the hell? <laughs> I picked the right class. Mine is low power, high endurance, lo- low strength, which I would agree. Did you have high endurance? Uh, back in high school. I used to be able to do the cross country, at least. So there, that, you're, built to lo- you, you're built for long distance activities, right? Yeah, not that I do that anymore. You could. Um, they say, consider the following triathlon, distance running and hiking. <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> hiking, I'm not a fan of. I remember doing one in the Blue Mountains and there were just like thousands of steps. Oh, that's I totally was, different though. I was dying, man. That's, that's barely a hike. That's more of a punishment, you know? Like, and that, like if, you get, if you get a typical hike, that's like a nice scenery and stuff like that. You probably like it. Which we have been to yeah. in New Zealand. But that was a lot of stairs too. Oh, silly tons, right? Yeah, silly tons. Oh God. But if you, I mean, if you get like a nice, like kind of slightly hilly one, you'd probably like it. Yeah, not really. <laughs> Don't really like hikes in general. Unless it's for photography. What about long distance running? I used to try that. I think during lockdown, I gave that a go again. Yeah. To try and, you, you, well, you hit that point where you're just jogging and your mind just shuts off. And off. You, don't, you don't feel tired. Yeah. Is that what they call runner's high? Yes. 
you get it? No, I don't think I, I bothered to get to that point. <laughs> I'm not built for this anymore. Uh, it's mostly, it's it's half a mental thing too with endurance sports, man. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of lockdown, and I'm sorry to bring back COVID again, but lockdowns, looking back on it, it's already been about like a year and a half. Yeah. Do you miss anything from it? I miss lockdown in general. I feel like I was a happier, like just in, in respect of work only, just a happier and more relaxed person because you could wake up and then you'd wake up like half an hour before your day actually starts and then you'd go to work, you finish work and as soon as it hits 5.30, you immediately shut off and then you're like onto Discord with everyone. You're on the already, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have so much time in the day to do everything you want, like run and like they had that bubble where like your significant other could, could come over. So that was nice. And that was the only thing you could do. Yeah, but that's all I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it was working. Yeah, all, the only thing it cut out for me was all the shit of having to go to work. Man, you, you don't get work from home options. Oh, I do. But like now that everyone's back in the office, it's too hard to not work at home. Sorry, to not work in the office. Because oh, you need to talk yeah, to them Yeah, like, it's easier to just walk over and harass someone than it is to try to get them on the phone because they can ignore you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And my sleep was way better. I liked a lot of the creative ways we were trying to find things to do together. Um, we always had a lot of Discord watch parties. Yeah. Someone would stream a movie and then we'd just order, everyone would order Uber Eats or Menu Log. I remember at some point, I think someone had, uh, it might've been on Instagram Reels or something. Someone had this game where you order someone else's Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. And then we tried that. I never got around to that. But I almost blinded myself during lockdown when I was trying to find ways to work out because I bought one of the... um, those uh, resistance bands, resistance bands oh, that you can no. mount on your door, and I didn't lock the door. Looked up and hit me in the face. I was like, I thought, th- I thought that was it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working out was a pain, man. Yeah, so that's why, like, most people picked up long distance running. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah, you just jog around the park nearby. Yeah, but like that was all I needed. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to the test. We have optimal training type. I've got low power. Wait, same thing. I think it, that that optimal training type lines up with um your um optimal sports type. Oh, so okay. just like how should it tells you what your training split should be or uh right. What 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 your genes say it should be. Yeah. So, you know, like your environment would dictate a whole bunch of things. It's more just saying how you should tailor your your workout. Yeah. I actually took the advice from this and then I changed up my training schedule. Yeah. Cuz before I was doing basically like 80% strength training. And when I got this, oh, so it was 80% strength training and a lot of the focus was on heavier lifts for lower reps. So the weight would be a lot heavier. After I got this, this says 40% should be um, strength-based and it should be reps of 15 to 20. So, so in the 15 to 20 rep range um, with three sets. And I found a program that gave me three days of that kind of work and I get the exact same results, if not better, than uh, on that three-day plan than doing a five-day push-pull legs or full-body program. Oh, so it's actually worked out for you? Yeah. Oh. Which I found interesting. I'll give that a go, maybe. Yeah, mine's just saying to allocate 60% of my training schedule to be focused on endurance-based activities and the rest to be power-strength-based training. Yeah, just to optimize. But like, I mean, at, at the end of the day... I mean, if you're at like our age, by the time you get this report, you're probably already, you're pro- your, your body's probably already changed based on what you're already doing, based off your diet, mm. based off your current training ability and stuff like that. So it might not apply, but it's interesting to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like how they, they really are listing everything out. Yeah. Paragraphs. The next one is risk of Achilles tendon injury. Mine's very high. So is mine. <laughs> I don't know why. Thankfully, I haven't got that yet, but. It's always a it's always a worry. An Achilles injury usually occurs to people playing sports, but it can happen to anyone. Mm. So the takeaway is don't play any sports. <laughs> from this. Avoid it as much as possible. Blood flow is higher. I don't know. You got higher blood flow. That's why your endurance is good. Mine's normal. Increase in blood flow results in more oxygen, effectively reaching your body's tissue. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really tested the uh, speed of my blood flow. We should just test your endurance capability. Yeah, like a speed bro. camera in your veins or something? How does that work? <laughs> it must be like, maybe you've got wider veins or something. <laughs> Have you considered um, heroin? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I uh, could probably buy a couple. <laughs> What's your body composition? Mine says normal lean body mass, uh, which is quite right. 
I'm about 170 centimeters, and that in freedom units is five feet, 6.9 inches, about there. Five. Five point five seven feet. Five point five 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 seven. Yeah, Wait. about about five seven. Yeah, and I was about fifty five kilos at the time, which is damn. That is lean, but it includes like one hundred twenty one pounds. Yeah, that was that is quite. That was when I was single. Yeah, but now now you've gone up. My, mine's increased lean body mass, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say I've ever had like an increased amount of lean body mass compared to the normal person. Yeah, I don't know how this is even determined. I would have had to train for that. Maybe on a base level. Is yours increased? Mine's increased. Increased lean body mass. Maybe if I never got fat. <laughs> That's <laughs> it probably it. Really it's, it's, it's still ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. It's, it's kept that history. It's like when you think you've, you've deleted all your browsing history <laughs> to cover your tracks, but you've got like those cookies remaining in the background yeah. <laughs> that are just hidden away. They never leave. <laughs> so then your endurance capacity, which is the next topic, must be high. It is high. Oh. And what about your fatigue resistance above average? It says average. Oh. I don't know. I've, I've never really that? tested these to really put myself to the limit. Mine's above average, and I would probably agree with that. You've done the challenge, right? What's it called? Spartan race? No, I was supposed to, but I got COVID. Oh, that's yeah. right. Matt, Matt and um, A-Rod did. Yeah. And they, they did well. You reckon you would have done better? Probably not better than them. <laughs> but I would have done just as well. That seems interesting. I might give that a go. What, the Spartan race? Yeah. We should do it. Can't be that hard, right? Let's go to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll go this year. You can yeah, do the 5, 10, yeah. or 20, but we're doing the 10. What, what kilometers? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's just they're, they're, but it's split up between obstacles, so you get a break from the run. Oh, okay. Give it a go. If we scroll down, skip a couple, a couple of these. My power capacity is low. <laughs> That's that's an insult. I, it, it's pretty much the same as the the things they give you above. Yeah. So my, that's why my my power capacity is medium. My strength profile is high. Strength profile is also low. Yeah, but oh, your wait, hold on your lactate production must be below average, lactate and your lactate clearance must be high average. Average. Ah. Uh-huh. So what what is lactate for context? Yeah. So you know that soreness that you get in your muscles whenever you kind of run for a while and you're like for workout. Yeah. Yeah, that that's lactate building up in your muscle, lactic yeah. acid, and that 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 makes you um sore. For other people that run out there, I think um one of the interesting things they give you is oxygen or VO two efficiency. It's how much oxygen you get into your blood, or how much oxygen I think you can operate with in your blood. It's too advanced for me, man. I kind of glossed over these. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't really care about these parts. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, like people that are athletically inclined, like. It'd be a good idea to try this, I reckon. Mm. But on sale only. <laughs> yeah, only on sale. We've never bought anything full price. No, that's that's a sin. All right, this next part is got to be one of the most strangest things they could have picked up. Success in, traits in our DNA. Yeah. Now, before you do the DNA test, they say you can't drink water, or eat, or chew gum. And I was chewing gum about now beforehand. So I was scared though, there might've been some lingering <laughs> I thought you were going to wait to do it. When? I did wait. Uh, yeah, but ling- lingering DNA from yeah. the gum. <laughs> it's like you're 20% made of mint leaves <laughs> and rubber trees. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, this isn't good. But it turned out fine. Now they have a section called success traits, which is really weird because they have IQ, creativity, a lot of random things in here. So let's start with the, the beginning. My IQ genetic result is normal. That's a lie. <laughs> I am definitely. Oh, there's three levels. There's normal, excellent, and gifted. Now I've got to be at least higher than gifted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to be big brain, bro. Where's the big brain? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but my, mine's normal as well. But I, I, I always thought it was strange that you can pick this, that you would be able to pick this from genetics. Because you know yeah, how some I people are like, know. oh, they're born smart. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're and naturally. I've never believed that. I, I, I've always thought that your level of intelligence is based off how much, or based off your environment and how much you want to participate in educational activities. I don't think anyone's yeah, particularly born gifted. No, there were some people in school that are just really smart. They just had more wrinkles in their brain. Mine's too smooth. <laughs> I feel like, like later on in in this this portion of the test, they give you like different your sorry your propensity to uh, propensity not the word. It's like just your ability to do other things, 
like um, process information, um, do math and shit like that. And I think those things add to your IQ, not like your, your IQ is determined by a whole bunch of things that you can do, not just, it's just not a thing that you're born with, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, even then, you it's not really a thing you want to flex anyway. Yeah. Imagine putting that in your Tinder profile. I've got <laughs> your an IQ, IQ of 140. <laughs> no, Stop, what, what you should put on your Tinder profile is your emotional, uh, your EQ and your AQ, which this test gives you as well. Entrepreneurship tendency. Yeah, bro. You've got a big fat AQ. <laughs> Apparently, mine is excellent. Is it? Mate, why aren't you out there starting an NFT project? Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> wants to what, draw my what's your hustle, bro? Do you drink sparkling water? Who, who wants to buy rice and crypto? <laughs> rice and NFTs. It says, based on your genetics, you have an above average predisposition to entrepreneurship. I don't know how they picked that up. Well, you're out here making a podcast, so they're not totally wrong. They probably just searched for me before and they looked up <laughs> my email and they're like, hey, this guy runs something. Yeah, it, this it, reminds- it is excellent. It, it, it to a degree reminds me of, do you remember um, Ask Bongo? What is that? It was an old text messaging service where you could text a question to Bongo yeah, and Bongo would um, text you an answer. And the funny thing is Bongo was a monkey. Like the, the logo is a monkey. <laughs> but like you could text Bongo your, your name and Bongo would text like things about you back. And this was a time before like social media was a big thing. This must like, have been like 2008. Yeah. Like we were still in like probably early high school. So for me, that would have been 2008. 2009. 2008, 2010. Between that range, you could text Bongo and they'll tell you things about yourself. And I'm pretty sure like people would text it and they'd be like, your crush is this person. And it'd be like, whoa, how did they know? It was crazy. I don't know if it's still running, but I like, I never found out how that thing was run. Wait, did it actually have accurate results? Yeah, no, I suppose it's like the same thing as, you know, when you go to a tarot card reader, you read your star sign, no yeah. offense, um, where they use like that kind of open language that can be, you can, it's it's open enough so that you can connect anything you want to it, but specific enough to sound like it was tailored to you. It's like uh, horoscopes, star signs. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Sorry if you guys are into that. That's, <laughs> I'm not really big into it. I feel like it's just very generic wording that can suit anyone like that, that's, that's the way to do it it's the same thing that's how mediums work too it's like oh you'll find happiness it's like oh i suppose so <laughs> we'll see eventually but that, that's what i mean like this is what it feels like you know like they're they're putting just like a general statement out there about your um entrepreneurship tense and you're so like they have oh, mediums in these labs we send the saliva they, through <laughs> And they put a drop of the saliva on like a nah, crystal ball. Lick, they lick your swab and like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, give it, they give it a taste. Good like, AQ, oh, bro. This guy, he, he's, he's an Andrew Tate. He's making business. <laughs> he's part of Hustlers University. <laughs> when they lick yours, it's all minty, bro. <laughs> Ooh. Is that, uh, is that fresh gum? Uh, was anything outside uh, normal for you? My, my only outside normal was um, information processing power. Yeah, mine's excellent as well. That's uh, and I was like, oh, that's the math ability, but I'm hopeless at math nowadays. So it just must be just like taking in information and then spitting something out with it. I remember Annette had um, increased creativity. Is that true? I don't. I've never had to ask her to do something creative. She makes like really creative reels and stories, which much I more mean, than I did. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to do the same same logic and apply, oh yes, uh, yeah, that, I, guess it, it, but I guess that, it works. <laughs> Like, which you have to like really, you know, if you think about it hard enough, you can find something that fits. Yeah. For most things. My emotional quotient, is it quotient? Yeah, 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 yeah emotional quotient or like, um, I suppose it's uh, your emotional maturity. Mine was excellent. <laughs> Mine's normal. The ability to empath- um, empathize with others is the biggest component of EQ. Yeah, that's, that's a skill that can be learned as well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not really set in stone, these sort of things. But mm. look, interesting to have a look at. Uh, let's go to the next category, music and dance. This has got to be the strangest result. <laughs> that, that your genes can dictate how well you dance and exactly. how well you play an instrument. I mean, we're, we're already looking at, already on the weird side with these success traits with entrepreneurship from our spit. But music and dance? <laughs> anyway. Was, it, was there anything above average for you? Yes, my... Uh, there's two options. There's dancing ability and musical ability. Apparently, my musical ability is gifted. So is mine. But I don't play anything. I, I used to play, play the guitar, either. but that was it. All I can do now is Wonderwall. 
I can play on a computer keyboard yeah. and play games. <laughs> I'm pretty quick at that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they got that. It's the, the generations of ingrained piano and violin practice, bro. Expressing From the being villages in, of Vietnam. Yeah, being expressed. <laughs> Based on your genetic results, you're likely to have a gifted musical ability compared to the general population. Mm. This suggests you are more inclined to have an inherent talent for music. I don't know. Might be true for my brother, not for me. Oh, yeah. So it could run in your family. Because yeah, Michael plays what? Guitar, piano. He started DJing DJing, now. yeah. He, he composes songs work. on like his laptop. It's pretty good. Are you shouting him out? Yeah. Soundslash, right? Soundslash, bro. Yeah. Give him a follow. We love we love um, Michael. But the funny thing, you, you should say that um, it's centuries of ingrained music ability from Vietnam. Where are you actually from? Wait, I want to cover my dancing ability. Oh, yeah. Go on. Why is it normal? There's two, <laughs> there's two levels. All right. Normal and gifted for this category. Based on your genetic results, you're likely to have an average dancing ability similar to the general population. This suggests that through practice, you could be able to master the skill of dancing. Now, look, my dancing skills have got to be second to none. Have you seen me dance? I've seen you dance, mate. It's Fortnite dances. The way way that you move is inhuman. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to describe it. But it's set to normal. I'm going to disagree with that one. I'm definitely a a really fantastic dancer. I was actually so surprised by how well you could twerk. I do not twerk, bro. I've seen you twerk, bro. It's not not twerking. It's something else. (laughs) So you twerk. Like every other Fortnite dance too. You, I, know, I know you floss like a god. I've pricked, I picked it up through a lot of practice. <laughs> uh, the the losing dance, the L on your head. That's yeah. my specialty. So let's move on to the big juicy bits. We're going to look at the ancestry of this. Which is probably what most people are here for. Yeah. When you get, a, when you get one of these tests. Mm. Now, Nathan, do you want to reveal to the listeners whether you are part Japanese at all? So, this test splits your ancestry into six different areas. East Asian, which comprises of Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Southeast Asian, which is Vietnamese, Indonesian, Thai, Malaysian, Filipino, Cambodian, and Burmese. African, European, Middle Eastern, and then South Asian. So, I am 68.97% East Asian. Ooh. The odds are good. All right, let's see. Break it down. I am of though of that sixty eight point nine seven percent. I am sixty eight point nine seven percent Chinese. Ooh, <laughs> which means that's zero percent Japanese and Korean. No way. But the interesting thing about that is, as far as I was aware, I was more Vietnamese than I am Chinese, and it turns out, and I think it was the same for Annette as well. That we are more Chinese, uh, so more East Asian than we are Vietnamese. Why is that? Uh, I, I look. There's two reasons I think this could have happened. Uh, like this could be a reason. Firstly, each of the um, services that you can get your DNA test from run their ancestry results of a different database. So it depends on how that database categorizes certain genes and where they come from. Um, second is that there was a migration from China into Vietnam. And for a period of time, Vietnam was a province of China. So there's always intermingling that way. Mm. So it could be that just, you know, wherever our family came from, they ultimately came from China. It all, that's the origin story for all Southeast Asia. Yeah, mostly just the Chinese migrating downwards. Mm. So unfortunately for the listeners out there, Nathan is not... Not Japanese. Or Korean. Zero percent. You know what we say about this test? You know, you can interpret it your own way. <laughs> Just like the other categories. So, Nathan, if you believe that you are part Japanese, man, look, just believe you are. <laughs> that zero means nothing to you. You can, you can interpret it your own way. Yeah. What else do you have on yours? I've got um 27.62% Vietnamese. And then 3.41% either Indonesian, Thai, Malaysian, Filipino, Cambodian, or Burmese. Yeah, they grouped that all together for some reason. Yeah. Well, it could just be that the, um, I suppose, the native the native peoples from that area come from the same. Yeah, right, right. Same ancestry, area. yeah. So what are you? For myself, I am 
57% East Asian. Ooh. <laughs> and 57% of that is Chinese. Um, did you break down what Chinese it was? Oh, I didn't break down no, what's fine. Uh, the other 43% is Southeast Asian. And of that 43%, we've got 32.18% Vietnamese and 10.82% uh, being Indo, Thai, Malaysian, Filipino, Cambodian, Burmese. 10.82. Damn. Is that higher than yours? Yeah, I'm 3.41. I don't know. Maybe that's where I get my good looks. <laughs> that, that's where we get our tan complexion, right? Oh, wait, that's probably it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not saying that the other ethnicities are bad looking. Uh, just with that comment, just letting you know. But yeah, uh, um, people do comment that I do look a lot darker, but I don't know if that was just because I was always hanging out in the sun in school. But it, it's, it's, I, think, I think it's pretty interesting to note because even though now uh, most of the countries, well, you, you, you kind of base your nation, like, sorry, your background off whatever nation your parents came from. The, the, I suppose the genetic makeup from that country is usually a mix of the surrounding countries as well. So I think like the Japanese will find that they have a bit of Chinese in them as well from the people that migrated from China mm. over to Japan in the ancient times. Same thing with Korea because they were originally a Chinese province. Same thing with Vietnam because at one point we were a Chinese province as well. Yeah. I mean, we weren't expecting to be 100% purebred here. Like no, but... The, a bunch uh, of pugs yeah. or something. Is that the, I think the biggest surprise to us when we got it was that we were more Chinese than we were Vietnamese. Yes, that was that was the big surprise. Yeah. I mean, I had an inkling it would have been Chinese because my mum said her side was, yeah. was more. And I was more related to... Sorry, I, I had more physical features that looked like her side of the family. Mm. So... Yeah, my brothers are actually more Vietnamese uh, than Chinese. One of them has done a test. And he's, he's more on my dad's side, which is more Vietnamese. I think it was like 60 or 70 or something. Did he do this one or did he do... No, he did a different one, yeah. yeah. I don't remember which one. But well, well, What I would have been interested in is first, if we, if we did another service, what would we get for the ancestry breakdown? This is where we're, we're, we're edging into the, the science realm of like... <laughs> yeah. You have a... um, What is it? The... The, the test is like a um a sample oh and a control yeah the control yeah we have, the, have the control side and yeah. then we're gonna have to do more yeah you, you, this one. exactly yeah and also i'd want to know because annette's done this and she gets a certain set of results will her twin get the exact same set oh <laughs> okay because as 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 even though they're fraternal twins they should get the same ancestry result yeah right right i mean unless they were from Different genetics or something. Right? Nah, with fraternal twins, it's, I think... In the same egg or something? I forgot how it works. I think it might be two eggs, fraternal, and then identical is one and they grow from that. Well, they I don't, don't know the difference. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> oh, real quick. There's different types of twins now. There's two types of twins. There's oh, fraternal twins and then identical twins. So fraternal twins are a result from the fertilization of two separate eggs with two different sperm cells during the same pregnancy. Fraternal twins may not have the same sex or appearance and they share half their genomes, just like any other siblings. Oh, I've seen so, Okay, yeah, I know I what you're talking about. Yeah, I suppose in that case, like Annette and her sister might not get the exact same results, but they should mm. get very similar ones. Whereas identical twins are the twins that form from the same, same egg. I remember during school we had twins and they, they didn't look alike. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, but like as they as twins grow up, like a lot of them start looking different from their twin. Because like, uh, I suppose, uh, like we're, we're, we had twins in high school as well, and then you could start to tell them apart later on. This is a whole other episode. Yeah, we'll go we'll cover that sometime. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that that that's the ancestry for us. Should we try another one? Maybe sponsor us. Who knows? Yeah. Is there another an yeah. uh, DNA Send us test? another one, 23andMe. 23andMe, yeah. Because yeah. that, that, that was, um, that was I think 23andMe will give you a list of people that are potentially your cousins as well. Oh, yeah. interesting. But that's like 300, right? Uh, I haven't even looked at the price. I think it's cheaper. Cheaper. Let's yeah. have a quick look. If you guys are driving, we'll do, we'll do the, the search for you before you get itchy to know what it is. It'd just be awkward if you did it and your significant other is your cousin. You know, I've spoken about that. Like we, we, we've talked about that. Um, Michelle and I were like, what happens if we're cousins? Do we just have to break up? <laughs> That's not fair. 
So at that point, it's too late, bro. <laughs> it's a hypothetical situation. If your partner, if you and your partner did this test and you found out you were cousins, what are you going to do? You guys have that conversation because of uh, the DNA test as well. Because I think me so. and Annette had the exact same conversation, yeah. bro. It's a hypothetically what happens if we're cousins. Because if we have kids, they're going to be like all messed up. <laughs> so what do you do? Just move to the US where it's legal, right? <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Uh, apparently it's 99 USD. Which is cheap. It's considerably cheaper than Circle. And then you can get 20% off each additional kit. So if you buy it in bulk, it's all right. If we're interested, maybe we'll give it a go. But I think for now, I'm pretty satisfied with figuring out at least on a basis on where I'm from and stuff. Mm. Next one, we'll probably skip the personality traits. There's not really much going on there. I I just couldn't, I, I, I couldn't believe that they could apparently tell your um personality traits from your DNA. And it's just strange things as well. Like your like how agreeable are you? Agreeableness, yeah. likely balanced. Yeah, which is just strange. Oh, then this is a, a strange one. Extroversion. What? They can tell you if you're gonna be apparently an tell extrovert. you if you're gonna be an extrovert or an introvert. And mine's wrong because it says I'm likely reserved. Yeah, it says I'm, I'm likely reserved as well <laughs> for some reason. I would not say that is anywhere near yeah, no, I don't, what it is. I don't really I mean, agree I'm on not, that one. Yeah. So, all right, we'll skip over the other ones. Not really. Behavioral behavioral traits. So everything's less likely. There's alcohol addiction, altruism, food addiction, obsessions with washing, cleaning, smoking addiction. addiction. Mine's all less likely. I would have thought, because I, I always thought I had an addictive personality. So I thought it was going to tell me that I had some sort of propensity for an addiction, but turns out I don't. Alcohol addiction? Nope. It seems like you do have one. <laughs> Maybe you just go out Apparently a not. Obsession with washing and cleaning. That's just, just- How do they get this? I don't know. It's like there's apparently a gene for it. That's so strange. I'd definitely give this to my mom though. If she got this, if she got this test, she would definitely be more likely <laughs> with cleaning, yeah. Smoking addiction, less likely. No, I hate it. Physical traits. That This one makes sense. But what's your facial and body hair? Likely normal. Yeah, same there, save here. But I would not. Uh, I suppose because it's likely normal and likely more than normal. So Only two options. Yeah. Yeah. It's not much there. Body odor. Mine is normal. Likely normal too. And then mm. this is. Uh, I suppose th- these are all your basic ones. Earwax type, eye color, hair color, hair thickness. Look, they could guess this pretty easily. Yeah, like they saw my last name was Nguyen and they're like, okay, this guy has black hair, <laughs> brown eyes, which they got right here. Hair okay. thickness is uh, likely thicker, which is right. I think that's right for most Asians. I think Asian hair is generally thick. Yeah. Every time we go to the hairdresser, oh, your hair's so thick. Yeah. So much. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Then earwax type. Ewax type. I, 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 this is anecdotal, but I think Europeans tend to have wet earwax. Whereas Asians have dry earwax. Mine is likely dry, which is right. Yeah, same. Yours is dry? Yes. Very odd. The funny thing is my dad has one ear that's dry, one ear that's wet. (laughs) That's the weirdest thing. Pain sensitivity. Apparently increased. Likely high. Yeah. Which is probably why our spice tolerance is low, according to this test. Because your spice tolerance is just, because spice is just pain, isn't it? And it gives you endorphins for it. Yeah. Because you like the pain. Yeah. That's the only difference. I don't know. I don't really go around punching people, so I don't really know what my pain I mean, sensitivity is. I've been punched. It hurts, but I don't know if it hurts any more than anyone right, else. For context, it was because you were training. Oh, and yeah, you, yeah, It was yeah. for Muay Thai? Yeah. Not because Nathan got decked for some reason <laughs> at the club. <laughs> totally different. But I don't think I would last very long in a fight, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that can always be trained. Yes. Everything else is pretty normal here. Do you have a photic sneeze reflex? Less likely. What does that even mean? There are some people that when they walk into direct sunlight will sneeze. You're less likely to sneeze when your eyes are exposed to bright light. Yep. Oh, wait, I've actually done this when I was younger. What, you walked out and then started sneezing? If I squint my eyes and kind of like look at the sun a little, it makes me want to sneeze. Yep. It's a reflex. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) I didn't know that was a genetic thing that you no, could pick I, up. I didn't either. But yeah, no, that's wrong. I, I've, I've tried that before. Yeah. yeah. Next one, gender traits. <laughs> now, you, obviously you get a different readout if you are a female. We are 
not we're male, so we only get two. Did they get more uh, for the girls one? I think they get one extra one. And it's breast size. Breast size. Oh, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah Michelle was quite insulted. And, 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 and for some reason, they don't give the males peen size. <laughs> what are they going to I mean, <laughs> is that a... You can't pick that up from a genetic thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, you can pick boob size. I don't know. Well, they, they insulted some people. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> so we have two things. We have thrill-seeking and male sex hormone levels. Yeah. My thrill-seeking result is I'm a thrill-seeker. There's two options. You're less likely or you are. Annette got a thrill-seeker and I got less likely a thrill-seeker and it's the other way around for the both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the type to go on the swing, yeah. canyon swing when we were at New Zealand. Yeah, so she, uh, we, had to, we had to convince her to get on and I was like, let's go. And I went again. She had FOMO, eh? Everyone else was there. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Everyone else was doing it with their partners. Yeah. So. You had to do it. But I just, I didn't know you could pick thrill-seeking from your genes. Maybe it's something you seek, like a, an adrenaline level or something. Is, is <laughs> that your elevated? body needs to get there? Your body needs yeah, to get to it? maybe that's it. Could be. Yeah. My male sex hormone levels. <laughs> We're lucky we did this test now and not when I was in high school. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you do this test in high school as a guy, you're 100% going to get elevated here. <laughs> But mine was normal. Everyone's leveled out now. Yeah, we're normal now. Next one is family planning. Not really interesting. It just tells you whether you might be carrying a certain disease or something. Mm. I can't even pronounce half of these. And there's probably about 50 of them. Mm. So I'll leave that to you guys if you are interested. I'm not going to go through it. Next one is cancer risk. I don't have anything detected. I don't either. But when you first open it, they give you a, a bit of a disclaimer. It's a test for the propensity, your propensity for certain cancers, not whether or not you actually have them. So it's like, what are the chances, not do you have it? It's 50-50 anyway. <laughs> you either get or you don't. Next one is dementia and brain health. Mine was all average. The only thing I have a risk for is Alzheimer's. Oh, really? Moderate risk. I've got average for that. So it was all normal. Yeah. Alzheimer's disease based on... On your genetic results, you have a moderate risk for developing Alzheimer's. Your risk for developing this is about three times higher compared to the general population. Interesting. <laughs> Just keep eating that turmeric, mate. However, research shows that it takes a com combination of genetics and environmental factors to trigger the disease. It is not yet possible to use genetic information to predict the exact risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. So it's basically saying it's not conclusive. Just to give them a, an out. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be using it as your being or end or yeah, for health advice as exactly. well. But if I had Alzheimer's, I reckon if I just re-listen to my podcasts, I can find <laughs> yeah. my personality back. <laughs> <laughs> Reconstruct <laughs> yeah. It's like AI. I'm just going to feed it all into myself and I'll build something. <laughs> I can get it back. Uh, health and disease. This one's common health risks. Uh, all average. Um, only thing that's out of the ordinary is obesity, elevated risk. Really? You're at a... Are you? Which is strange to me because I'm a very skinny guy. Mm. Well, I was. I, th so. I think, um, think Anent got that risk too. I've got, uh, I've got four different ones. Chronic periodontitis, duodenal ulcer, influenza susceptibility, and hyperhomocystinemia. Are you looking at disease risk? Yeah. I was looking at common health risks. Oh, isn't that it? Oh, common health risks. Ah, oh, whoops. Now I've got an average risk for all of those. Average. Okay. Well, let's go to disease risk. So you've got a few in there. Four. I've got three. Migraine, tooth decay, and hypertriglycerodemia. <laughs> Which are things we don't know. Yeah. So we're just going to skip past this. The less you know, the better. But tooth decay, I mean, that's uh, everyone really, only. right? The last thing on this list is precision medicine, drug response. Prescription, right? Yeah. Oh, precision medicine. Ah. Oh. Drug response. That's just the title. Yeah. The header. But it just tells you what sort of drugs you'd respond to more, whether you need more or less. Yeah, I don't think it's really too interesting to go through these, but it's good to know if you want to go through them yourself. I don't think you really want to hear about them from our side. I don't really know what half of these are. Uh, the only one I know is ibuprofen. And it says decreased starting dosage, which probably means that I get a kick off painkillers. As I say, get a bit more value out of painkillers. Like more value. Yeah, so I can take less. 
That's a bargain. Yeah. Cheaper Panadol. Which is probably good because apparently, according to this test, I have increased pain tolerance. Sorry, low pain tolerance. Yeah. I mean, Panadol is already cheap. Yeah. As long as you're buying the off-brand one, which is... Oh, if you live in the US, they'll sell you thousands, mate. Just for Panadol? Oh, just, I think you can get in Walmart, like, you know, the vitamin bottles we have of um, fish oil? Yeah. They'll give you that much of painkillers. At the minimum. No, not the minimum. It's just the size that you can buy. But you'd never see that here. A big jar. It's a, it's a big jar of pills. I think so, yeah. I don't know. Any American listeners, let us know. Is paracetamol expensive? Oh, not expensive, but like, you know, it's value. They, they always sell them in bulk packs like that. Yeah. So from doing the ancestry test or just the DNA test in general, has it changed anything about the way that you see yourself? I wished you were Japanese. That would have been fun. <laughs> I would have never stopped giving people shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only point of this episode. I was so keen to know. And unfortunately, I was disappointed to hear that. I can't, I can't say, can it chew us up soon? <laughs> it, it has to be just a joke from now on. Well, it's, it's good to know. I think it was something I've always wanted to try. But I was never going to spend 900 bucks on a test. No. But I think whatever results it, it gives you anyway, it's not going to really change anything that you do seriously. No, no. Uh, it's just more of a, oh, okay, that's neat. Yeah. I've got some expendable income. I just <laughs> want to know. And I'll send this off. Like I said before, this isn't a sponsored episode. We just found it really nice and digestible. We'll put a link in the description below if you do want to try it yourself. Maybe wait till Black Friday because that's when the sales are. That's when we got three for the price of one. You can split it between. I've noticed that they've been doing it other times during the year too. We, we, you just randomly get emails about it, but they, they, they kind of like say, oh, no, we're only selling 50 kits for this much. So you got to gotta be quick. Yeah. Yeah. So just sign up for the mailing list maybe and yeah, wait for the sale when they send it out. Would you be keen to do it again? I would do a different test. Like a different company? Yeah, a different company. Yeah. Just to compare the pair because I always like to see what the difference is. Mm. But no, not this one again. If I had to pick one to do out of all of them, I would do this one. Yeah, it, it's very, very nicely yeah. presented. Uh, yeah, it's 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 nicely represented, so it's easily digest- digestible, and it gives you things that, well, at least for me, I've been able to action, like the, the workout things. If I was a bit more serious about reconstructing my family tree, I probably would have done 23andMe instead. I haven't seen how it looks. It's more ancestry. Uh, uh, yeah, it's more ancestry geared, and that's the one where you can connect to cousins. Mm. Funnily enough... Well, my um, my cousin and my sister did 23andMe. So my sister and I have a completely different readout and our ancestry results. Although we still get the Filipino ones. Viana's one says she's more Vietnamese than Chinese. So either the, d- the databases are different or mum has some explaining to do. <laughs> 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 but the... the With that one, where it gives you access to, you know, people that are potentially your cousins, my cousin who did the test as well got hit up by a random and was like, I think you guys know my dad and I haven't seen my dad since I was very young. No way. Yeah. So we we had a suspicion about which uncle it was, but we never got it confirmed because he didn't want to do it. (laughs) Even if you paid for it? Yeah, he didn't want to do it. (laughs) Big scandal going on. And, And the funny thing was you could look at him. You, you, you look at the guy that messaged my cousin and he looks like our grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken it to the grave, man. Yeah. He's not telling anyone what he did. Uh, if you guys are interested, definitely let us know how you go. Interested to see how, how other people tests turn out. Uh, what I liked most about this test is if there are new ones that uh, Circle DNA do, they add it onto the app, onto your test. So we got random ones that popped up recently where it was, um, they had a recent test for, I think it was skin type or something. Skin detoxification. Yeah, something like whatever that. Whatever that means. Yeah, so whatever new test that they do, it automatically comes on. So you're not going to miss out on anything by doing it you know, earlier rather than waiting. If you get the premium one, that's the only one that completes uh, that keeps updating. I think all the lower ones, you only get your set results. Yeah, the, I think the other tests just give you ancestry only. The premium yeah. gives you all the, the diet and all these other weird tests like success traits. <laughs> Don't know if I agree with it, but anyway, it is what it is. So good to know that I'm more Chinese than Vietnamese, even though- Apparently, yeah. I don't have any ties to China. Yeah. Well, that, that that's what I mean. Like, I don't think it will change much of people's views on themselves. 
Mm. Uh, even if you did find out you're partly another, sorry, if your if your genetic makeup is partially from a different country that you weren't expecting, it's not like your culture suddenly changes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a good gift. I reckon a DNA test. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's very, very interesting to look at. Annette loved it. So that was... A good thumbs up. Yeah, that yeah. was a good thumbs up for gifts. Yeah. I mean, Matt sacrificed his tests. That's why he's not sitting here today. <laughs> Although we should get her on. Eventually, we'll get his fiance on and chat with her. Yeah. But I think um, it would be a good gift so long as you don't come up as cousins. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. DM us on Instagram. Shoot us an email, ricemikespodcast.gmail.com. I think that's it for this DNA test. If you found it interesting or if you're going to do your own, let us know. All right. I think we'll sign off for this episode. Catch you on the next one. See you guys. See ya. (laughs) 